Hear that? Believe it or not, summer is just around the corner. Luckily, Armorall, America's most trusted auto appearance brand, has what your car needs to get that perfect summer shine. Plus, now through May 31st, we'll give you $5 for every 20 you spend on Armorall products. That means car wash pods, protectant, tire shine, you name it. Find out how to get your $5 rebate at armorall.com. Armorall, less work, more clean. Terms apply. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. What is going on, Diesel Nation? We're excited to have you guys with us today on the Diesel Podcast. If you're watching this on YouTube and aren't subscribed, make sure and click the subscribe button, like, comment, let us know what you think about the episode. If there's any particular topics or guests you'd like to have on the podcast, we're always checking your guys' feedback on there and love to be able to take your suggestions and then work them into future episodes. Today, I'm going to be chatting with Aturo Tire, and I wanted to talk with them about tires they make specifically for diesel trucks and go through some of the specifics um, for load rating, different tread designs, get their feedback and opinions on different setups so that we can make the right tire buying choice for our truck, regardless of whether we're off-roading, daily driving, towing, maybe a little bit of everything. So I'm definitely looking forward to it. Before we get to it, though, I want to remind you guys that our friends over at Kershaw Knives have a 20% off-site wide code for you. If you use code 23diesel20 at kershaw.kaiusa.com, you get 20% off your order. And there's a ton of choices, whether you need a knife for EDC or hunting, fishing, at work, at home. There's a, a whole bunch of new releases that they've had in 2023. One of the newest ones are the Duralock models, which the blade's made out of D2 steel. There's different choices for blade shape, handle shape, and the way that it opens and closes is really smooth. So if you're in the market, definitely make sure and head on over to their website and use code 23diesel20 for 20% off site-wide. All right, let's get to today's podcast with the Turo Tire and talking about tires for our diesel trucks. Michael, welcome to the Diesel Podcast. I'm looking forward to chatting with you today about tires, which is a huge subject for us and something new to have on the podcast. We've touched on it a little bit, but to be able to chat with you, learn more about your company, I'm really excited to have you on today and look forward to our conversation. Well, I appreciate you having me on and uh, always always love to talk about tires. It's what we do every day and the diesel truck audience is a huge one for us as well. So glad to be here with you. It's one of the most, I think, overlooked aspects of being a truck owner. I think. I could be wrong, but you know, we tend to focus on What's our horsepower? What's our torque? How much can we tow? What can we haul? How do we make it look how we want? Get a little bit extra power. And the tire market to me is so sort of confusing because it diesel trucks are almost their own separate kind of part of the market, I guess would be the right word with how people use them, what they're rated to do. But I wanted to, to start kind of at the beginning and learn more about yourself and the company, what you guys do and what you offer. Sure thing. Sure thing. Well, first, all those things that you just touched on are your choice of tire is critical in maximizing those things. So that I look forward to talking about all those different things, but I'll just share with you. So Aturo Tire is a private brand tire company. So we are, uh, own our tire designs. We do our, our design um, technical specifications, distribution, marketing, sales, uh, have our tires built uh, under contract for us. And so we've been around since 2009 and our focus has 
been heavily in the light truck SUV segment. So including, you know, three quarter and one ton trucks in, in that category of a light truck. And we've uh, branched out as we've grown the company into some different segments in muscle cars, power sports, and some other, you know, kind of broadline applications. But we are still very much a, a niche and specialty brand and, and trucks are still the core of what our product catalog is made up of and our uh, our sales are focused on. What would you say that truck owners either require, demand, or want that might be different than some of the other segments that are out there, whether it's the tread or, or the life, the, how they wear, um, the sizes that they want? What, what makes it unique? I think that the light truck tire market in the United States is the most dynamic piece of the tire industry today. And obviously, that's the largest makeup of the vehicle fleet in the country. So every all the tire companies, aftermarket companies, whatever it might be, are, are focused on that because that's where the, where the vehicles are. But what's so cool about tires for these kinds of vehicles is that they run the gamut of your just kind of everyday, what I, what I call just a tire, you know, your, your kind of standard tire to your ultra high performance type of a tire for a street truck or, or a truck even that you're taking to the drag strip. And then you've got your hardcore off-road use, and then you've got your show trucks. And uh, because a truck sits up, generally sits up higher off the ground, you can see all parts of the tire. And so the design, the aesthetics of that part of the tire is so different than what you do with a car tire that's largely hidden under the fender the majority of the time. So a, I think it's an exciting piece of the of the tire world to to be in, and and we get to do a lot of cool stuff with it with some of our designs. It's a really interesting point that you mentioned, and I did I've never thought of that. I've been a truck guy for 15, 20 years, but I never thought of the aesthetics of it in that sense. But it's very true because that's what we, we want to personalize these mass-produced vehicles, whether it's lifting them, the power, the color, the things we do, and that's a really interesting. Um, aspect to it. I was thinking as far as with the things that you mentioned, what what really stood out to me is you mentioned taking a, a truck to the drag strip, off-roading, all these different parts of it, which is to me is unique because when I think of tires, I think that, you know, a company's just making a size, they're doing a tread for how the majority of people may use it, but they might not understand that enthusiast aspect to it, which we find a lot with the podcast and talking about truck topics. So it's really interesting that you mention that so you guys understand the different components that make up being a truck owner and what they're looking for and the different ways they use them. Well, for sure. And, and you know, we, we try to stay in touch with, with the consumer and with those, what I like to think of as kind of the, the enthusiast uses of those vehicles. And again, as a, as a smaller niche company, we're not out chasing those volume segments. You know, obviously the F-150 is the, you know, Ford F-Series in general, a huge volume, you know, vehicle in the, in the market. But the specialty pieces of that, of where people want to do something neat with their vehicle, no matter what that may be, are, are what are really interesting for us to try and design products and applications around those. How does the design factor into as far as utility? Like, and with diesel trucks and the the power they make, the torque, the tow ratings they have, the payload, what goes into the kind of background that we may not understand as truck enthusiasts to meet those requirements? Well, you, you get into a lot of different pieces of the construction of the tire that need to be tailored for those kinds of uses. But from an aesthetic standpoint, 
it influences what you can do with the tread design. For example, you know, if you look at a, a just your, your basic original equipment type tire and you compare a passenger tire to a, a three quarter or one ton truck tire, just look at the size of the tread blocks. You can't have these tiny little tread blocks on a vehicle that's that heavy, you know, that comes from the factory with 800 plus pound foot of torque. Yeah. You'll just rip it off the tire. So that makes a difference. Uh, the way that you reinforce those tread blocks and maybe tie them together at the base, again, makes makes a difference in the uh, the design of the tire. So um, the, the shoulder profiles of the tire, the way that the tread rolls over from the surface of the tread into the sidewall of the tread, that's another important consideration and difference between a, a light truck or a heavier truck tire and a passenger type tire. So there's a lot of things that will that are necessary in the technical design of the tire for its use that influence the way that it can look. Is there a balance between meeting those designs and, and the requirements for just the a diesel truck itself and the torque and the weight and everything, but then also the longevity that the truck owner may want? Because I think of like it's really complex with like the truck communities. I think of hot shotters. So they're crisscrossing the country all the time versus somebody who's daily driving it to and from work for somebody who may be overlanding, taking the truck off road or outdoors. There seem to be so many different things that people would want. And I think maybe that's where we get into the different designs and tread patterns and picking the right kind of tire. Absolutely. And anything other than a dedicated single use type of a, a tire design, you get into those trade-offs, right? So, you know, you can think about a racing slick. It's made to do one thing in one type of an environment, and that's it. And as soon as you start to deviate from that, well, you got trade-offs. It's not, you know, it's not going to do as well um, when you start adding, you know, tread grooves to it. Those are the kind of trade-offs that you get. That's a bit of an extreme, but those are the kind of trade-offs that you get as you, as you start to make a tire that's going to do well in multiple types of uses. And those are again trade-offs that people need to understand as they're selecting tires for their for their vehicle. Is there kind of a one size fits all, maybe not for the extremes, not for the off-road or not for maybe taking it to the drag strip, but just kind of a, a one size fits all sort of tread pattern we should look for if we do a little bit of everything, but we're not going extreme. Sure. Um Personally, for me, I think that the category that should get the greatest attention from a truck owner is what I refer to as the hybrid category. So um, Aturo came out with our first hybrid tire. And so when I talk about a hybrid, it's a combination of a, a mud terrain and either a highway tread or an all-terrain. It's a tire that kind of sits in the middle of that spectrum of aggressiveness. And so we were we were one of the very first to come out with that because we kept hearing from people who already had mud trains. They go, ah, you know, I love the way they look. I don't really go off road that often, but damn, they're loud and they don't yeah. last very long. <laughs> and then you'd get the guys with the street tires or the regular, you know, vanilla all terrain. You're like, yeah, I'd like to have a more aggressive tire that could do more stuff, but I don't want to live with a mud train. So, you know, that's that in between tire and Ours is called the Trailblade XT. A lot of other uh, brands use that XT uh, designation and others also use the RT designation. And those all kind of fit in that hybrid category. 
Personally, I think that's the future of the of the light truck tire segment is that hybrid category. And it's simply because it checks all those boxes to do a lot of things very well uh, with relatively minimal trade-offs at those extremes. That's I think that's where I would be as a truck owner is I wanted to do a little bit of everything well or, okay, you know, okay, but I'm not going to the extremes of either one. So if it's snowing outside, I want to be able to get to and from work or I take it to the mountains or something like that, I can do it. But then also if I want to take a road trip, I don't want to hear that constant hum of a, of a mud terrain. So that's right, right. where I would be as a, as a truck owner. And I'm thinking, I was thinking about chatting with you today. And there's some parts of trucks I know a lot about, and there's some that I don't. And this is one that I don't. What are questions that I need to think about or we should think about as truck owners that I'm not asking you? Maybe there's three or four or five that I should pay attention to before I make a purchasing decision and put a set of tires on my truck. Well, I think that what you just asked, your, your prior question is, is the most important, is really what are you looking to get out of your tire based on how you use your truck? If you're a high mileage, you know, crossing the country, you know, towing or, or doing deliveries or whatever that might be, a mud train is not the right choice for you unless those roads that you're on are, are unpaved the majority of the time. Yeah, they look cool, but they're just not going to last that long, um, you know, and they're they're harder to live with on a on a everyday long haul basis. Uh, on the other hand. You know, if you um, are a frequent camper, hunter, you know, outdoor enthusiast, and that's primarily how you use and enjoy your vehicle, your regular street tire really isn't up to that task either. So that's the first thing is how are you using your truck? And then you need to start thinking about, well, what else am I going to do or have I done to the truck? And how is that going to influence my tire choice? So whether that's a, a lift kit where you can put a taller wider tire on it, different wheels to do the same thing. Um, you know, am I, am I trying to put a, um, you know, a bed rack on it? Do I have a welding rig that's on a flat bed on the back of the truck? Or is this more of just my daily driver? Um, and I'm, I'm really more worried about its aesthetics. And then you go down the performance road, you know, is it, is it something that I'm, you know, going to put 2000 horsepower on and, and take it to the drag strip or, or, you know, whatever other activities you might have for that. So it's that use case of the vehicle that really drives what I think is your tire choice. And then, and then from there you start to kind of refine it down. I really like how you guys as a company understand, as I mentioned before, what we're looking for, because I feel like if I was to just go online and just pick tire companies and say, Hey, I've got a 2100 horsepower Cummins. I need a tire for this, but I also have a F you know, 350 that I tow it with. And sometimes I go, you know, off-roading or I live on a dirt road or something like that. I think I would almost stump them because I'm not sure how much they actually focus in on what the enthusiast wants. And that's what we're always looking for with these trucks that are really expensive. We develop almost an emotional attachment to them and then we take pride in it. And so we want to put components on it where the company understands us as an enthusiast and they're excited about their product. We're excited to put it on. That's so rare for me to find in chatting about all the different components on trucks. Well, I think that's one of the exciting pieces about the, the aftermarket in general is that, you know, the companies that really do try to cater to that stuff, they, they're made up of people who kind of care about those things. And, you know, whatever their, whatever their personal niches might be, um, that carries over into all the other ones that we, that you try to develop products for. And it's, um, it's fun. I love it. 
so that's something I, I think I find across the aftermarket industries. People who do that stuff are just into aftermarket stuff, whatever it might be. <laughs> I had a couple of questions come across um, from some recent episodes. We were just talking about lifting trucks and things like that. And people kind of honed in on a couple specifics as it pertained to tires. And I wanted to ask you because there's different levels of knowledge that are out there and familiarity with tires. Um, somebody had asked, well, what what is load rating? And then second to that was, you know, I keep seeing 10 ply, 12 ply tires, different plies. What what does all that mean for my truck? Could you explain that to us a bit? Certainly. So, and that, especially when you get into the three quarter and one ton trucks is a huge consideration. And so it, it all starts with just simply needing to make sure that you've got a tire that's going to carry the, the weight that you put on it. And I'm not talking about towing or a loaded bed or anything. I'm literally talking about just the weight of that truck sitting on that tire. So there's a couple terms that are similar, but importantly different. So the first one, you talk about load rating, ply rating. Those are, are kind of interchangeable. And what, what ply rating used to refer to when you would talk about a 10-ply tire, you go back into the 50s or 60s, when tire plies, the belts that are inside a tire were actually made out of cotton, a 10-ply tire actually had 10 plies of cotton wow. in the carcass of the tire. Today, when tires have steel belts wrapped with nylon and polyester, they don't actually have 10 plies in them. You can have a tire that's got a 10-ply rating or a load range E. So those two things you know, go together. Um, you think about the letter in the alphabet, E is the fifth letter, two times that is 10, 10 ply. A load range D is an eight ply. A load range F is a 12 ply. So you see how those kind of work together. Yeah. So that no longer relates to the actual number of plies in the tire, but it's a good indication of the overall strength of the tire's construction. The other, the other term that everybody needs to understand is load index. Now, load index is where you actually refine down to the exact amount of weight that a tire can carry. So a load index on one of these vehicles is gonna be like a 121 or a 123. Some of them are getting up in 125 and higher. And there's a chart in the industry that says that a load tire with a load index of 121 will carry something like 3,190 pounds at 65 PSI. So, Instead of having to memorize all those things, they just use a load index. And the general rule is that when you change your tire, you need to make sure that you select a replacement tire that meets or exceeds that original load index on your tire. So a real common original equipment size is like an LT 265-7017. So, and that's got a load index of a 121. So if you go to change to a different size tire, you go up to an 18-inch, a 20-inch tire, you just need to make sure you pick one that's got that load index. Now, the ply rating or the um, load rating is also important. You want to make sure if you have a 10-ply tire, you stay with a 10-ply tire. Uh, so that's where those things kind of come into play. And that should be a uh, probably your second choice after you decide what type of a tire do I want. Now you need to start looking at the specs on that different sizes within that, that tire type and make sure that you match those. Those are your candidates that you can start to, to consider. Okay. And then from there, you move into looking at what the dimensions of the tire are 
based on you know what wheels you have and what you know what will fit inside your fender. Okay. And what your tolerance is for rubbing. So, <laughs> so I, I start with picking how I'm going to use my truck, and then from there that that's going to determine the type of tread. Then I look into picking the tire rated for my vehicle, and then the big one where I'm, I'm sure there's a lot of variance is the size, which some trucks can fit 35s, 37s. Some you got to lift them. Some you know they involve a lot of different components. I guess depending on the the style of truck or the brand of truck it is, and that's where I think a lot of the hesitation or confusion can come in in the marketplace because we'll see one truck and somebody will list, uh, I lifted it this height or I leveled it. These are the size tires and wheels I'm running. I'm going to do it for mine. But I think doing our due diligence as as a consumer or truck owner and making sure it's rated for what we're doing is really, it's almost like the tread, you know, you mentioned picking the tread style, how you're using the truck is important. But then also the second part, they're almost equal as far as making that selection with the tire. Uh, I would agree with that. And I, and you know, the, when you get to, to picking that tire, the type of tire, the size of the tire, and then you've got to make sure that you've, you know, the dimensions of the tire really, then you've got to, then you've got to really make sure that, that you've got that correct load spec. And that's going to make such a huge difference in your experience with that tire. You know, if you pick a tire that's simply not rated for your vehicle, you know, think about what would happen if you were walking around in, you know, a shoe that was a couple sizes too small or too big. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. You know, that's what you're doing to your tire when you put, you know, a tire that's not specced for your size of truck, not specced for, you know, a shoe not specced for your size of body, <laughs> you know, on. And and so it's, it's just going to change how that tire holds up for you. Uh, you know, in most cases today, you know, you're just going to wear that tire out quickly or unevenly. Um, but I mean, it's got a legitimate safety concern, especially if you're, you know, taking an under specced tire and then putting, putting extra weight or stress on it. That's where a lot of the questions came in was safety and towing. And you think of not just other people on the road, but ourselves, family, and, and the type of use that diesel trucks are used for. That's where a lot of the questions came from, from our listeners. One of them they asked was about tire pressure. And I wanted to ask you, about that as it relates to an aftermarket tire. So we think, you know, we can open our door, look on the door jam. We see the factory tire size, uh, the pressure that we, you know, the tire should have. Does that change or how does it change with an aftermarket tire? Uh, it absolutely does. So um, the the air inside your tire is what really holds the vehicle up. The construction of the tire is what's necessary in order to take that type of air pressure. So you know, a lot of diesel trucks are, are asking for air pressure on the rear axle, you know, north of, of 70 PSI at, at a cold setting. And so that's a substantial amount of pressure inside there. And if you change your tire size, what you've done is you've changed the amount of air chamber inside that tire. And that's going to relate to a change in most cases, a change in the air pressure required. So 
starting at a, you know, a, a point where you're already in the 70s and a tire that'll probably only hold 80, that variation isn't too great. We see it much more so on, on uh, half-ton trucks, you know, that might have a, a standard metric, P-metric tire going to an LT-rated bigger tire where they need to go from running 36 PSI up into the mid-50s. With a diesel truck, you're already starting at a pretty high point, but it is important to get that adjusted correctly as you change that tire size to make sure that you've got it set at the correct air pressure based on your new tire, your truck. And then as you factor in other things, you know, that, you know, I'm, I'm putting my camper on it for the weekend, you know, so normally I would run 72. Well, I probably ought to take it up to 78, you know, if you've got something with a lot of tongue weight on it. So that's, those are some considerations that you need to take. And a couple of ways you can do that. Hopefully you're dealing with a decent tire shop and they're going to be equipped with a, a manual that'll tell them what the air pressure is necessary for different uh, loads. And the other piece is we've got a, a calculator on our website that will let you do it based on your, your axle weight. We'll tell you what your, your PSI is. So if you put in your tire specs, your truck's axle weight, it'll calculate that out for you. There's a couple other calculators like that out there. We've, we've built one ourselves. But those are, those are some of the ways that you can try to refine that. That's really helpful. That's what I was going to ask you is where can I find the information? Because right. I know someone's going to want to look it up and, and, and verify. And I think through the, the progression of this, you know, I understand now how to look for the right tire, how to make sure it's rated for my truck. Um, you know, the tire pressure is something that, that pops up. I think especially when we're new to changing tires or doing something different with our truck, because it's so easy to look in the manual on the door jam, see what it is. And we might not know Hey, this is a bigger tire. It's got a different rating. There's different engineering behind it. This is what it should be. But then I think of the investment that I make into it and how do I protect it or get the most life out of it? What are some mistakes that people make as it relates to their tires and maintaining the life of them, whether that's lack of rotating them, whether it's the wrong tire for the, the application or, or what are some things people make mistakes on, on that side with? I think the first mistake that some people make is one of expectations. You know, it's where um, you decide that you're going to go get a, uh, a high performance tire for your diesel truck. And then you want to complain that you wore it out in 15 or 20,000 miles. Well, you got to understand that that's the trade-off that you made when you selected a tire at one end of the spectrum that's, that's really focusing on grip and not on, on tread life. And then at the other end of the spectrum, you know, I, I bought these mud train tires, but they're horribly loud, um, you know, and they they wear funny. So you got to rotate them more frequently with a with a mud train type tire. So I think that the the basics in your tire maintenance that are going to help you get the best out of your tire is starts with selecting the right tire for your use and understanding what those trade offs are for you. And then second, as you just mentioned, uh, rotation. So you should minimally be rotating your tires every 5,000 miles. If you ride around with your bed empty almost all the time, you probably need to do it a little more frequently because that rear end of bouncing on that, on that rear tire can put a nice wave into those tires as they kind of harmonize to that, you know, that bed bounce if you don't carry weight in the back of your truck very often. So then you need to rotate more frequently. So rotation, Air pressure is a big deal. Check your air pressure cold. Your If your TPMS tells you the exact air pressure, that's good. But actually get out there with an air gauge every now and then and check them. And then alignments. Um, you know, 
get your alignment checked once a year or every 12,000 miles at, at a minimum, uh, just to make sure that you're staying on top of that as well. The subject of alignments and tires, if you change, you put a lift or, or a leveling kit on your truck, that OE alignment spec may no longer be valid. So that's another piece where you've got to make sure that uh, all those things are, are set up together so that you're going to get that, uh, that best life and performance out of your vehicle when you've made all those modifications. A lot of what we talk about is maintenance on the podcast. <laughs> I mean, it normally pertains to engines and turbos and fuel systems and diesel fuel. But then when we think about all the symptoms of what can happen when tires wear unevenly because you don't rotate them or you get the waviness that you mentioned, the one thing people feel all the time is just the ride quality. We want the ride quality, especially with the trucks nowadays. And when you don't have that and it's so easily avoidable by doing the maintenance, then it's a way to really enjoy the truck, which I think is what we all want to do, whether it's diesel trucks or cars or race cars, we want to enjoy the driving experience. So I think staying on top of that is, uh, is really key. I know one of the huge questions people are going to ask is, well, what kind of tire life can I expect? And I know it's kind of a loaded question because it depends on what type of tread I pick and what it's designed to do. But if you could walk me through some of the different series of tires you guys have, and sure. what should be the expected life, assuming that all the maintenance is done correctly and the alignments inspect? Right, right. Um, that is always a loaded question because the the ultimate control over what life you're going to get out of your tire is up to you as an individual owner. Those maintenance things that you mentioned, and of course, how you behave with your right foot. <laughs> right. So, um, in in general, I think I would counsel somebody with a three quarter or one ton truck that uh, a mud train, you know, an Aturo mud train, or for that case, a, a lot of your, you know, traditional mud trains is probably going to deliver you somewhere in the neighborhood of 30 to 40,000 miles. If you look at our Trailblade XT that I discussed, our hybrid tire, we warranty that tire for 45,000 miles. You start to move down the scale in aggressiveness and you get into our uh, Trailblade AT, just a run-of-the-mill all-terrain tire, and so that's a tire that we would say you're going to get 50,000 miles on. Uh, then we actually make in our uh, ultra high performance tire segment, we make a, a 305-5020 that's LT rated uh, just for the diesel performance trucks. That's a real common size in the in a performance tire. That's a tire I would probably tell you off the bat to expect anywhere from 10 to 15,000 miles on. It's got a really soft tread compound, great grip. And, um, you know, we're one of the few brands that makes a tire in that kind of a, a tread design with an LT rating specifically for three-quarter type performance trucks, three-quarter ton and one ton performance trucks. So, again, it just it comes down to having the right expectation as you go into, you know, purchasing and selecting that type of tire. And, and honestly, we've had people who've had experiences far apart you know, on all of those tires. So we've got people who've gotten over 60, 70,000 miles on their mud terrains. And, you know, you kind of think, well, you've probably never seen a gravel road and, you know, you're always doing a nice, easy 55, <laughs> you know, and then you've got somebody on some of the tires where, where I talked about, you have the tread mileage warranty on them and they only get half. And you're like, damn, what are you doing? But, you know, it, it, it can happen. And, um, you know, you, you get those different experiences, but the, the general guidance is kind of along the lines of what I, what I mentioned there. I did want to ask you a couple other questions. These I just thought of myself because I've had friends do this or they've asked me or just heard it in conversation. They say I have a relatively new set of tires and I get 
a flat or some sort of damage to it, what is the best practice? Should I go and buy all new tires? Should I, how, what should I do in that situation? I think a lot of truck owners run into that and sure. I've never asked it on the podcast. I, I sell tires for, for a living. So I'm going to recommend that you always buy new tires and spares, but uh, my wife's got a nail on her tire right now and we'll take it and get it patched. So uh, with a radial tire, you want to use a, an internal patch as long as it's within uh, the center part of the tire. It's got to be in the center channel of the tire. Anything in the shoulder, the curvature part of the tire or the sidewall, that tire's got to be scrapped. You can't continue to use it. So an internal patch, you have to demount the tire, buff off the inside, little patch in there. Um, and if your tire's still got suitable tread left on it, monitor it for sure. Make sure that patch is holding, but it, it should be okay. Uh, it's kind of like that, you know, the chip in your windshield. As long as it's small enough, you can fix it and it's no problem. Uh, the, the general rule is that, that, you know, you can use a plug patch on a tire as well if you've got a larger hole. But those ones, I think you're going to have more concern about um, the overall life of that tire uh, as it goes down the road if you've, if you've shoved, shoved a plug through it. Say I've got one that's on the shoulder of the sidewall, so I know I have to replace it. And say I've had the tires on for a little bit, so they've worn down. They're not gone, but they've worn down a little bit. So I'm going to have one brand new tire. It's got full tread, and I've got other ones that have less. Should I replace all of them so they all have the same tread? Or what do I do in that situation where I just got to replace one? The the idea. The ideal always is that your tires are matched, especially with a four-wheel drive vehicle. And the more modern four-wheel drive systems are getting more and more sensitive with all the sensors on the truck, with your ABS system, they're getting more and more sensitive to matching that outside diameter of the tire. So if you've got a tire that's got um, 14, 30 seconds of tread on it new, and you've worn that down by half, and then you put one new tire on there, you've, you've got a serious difference in the circumference and diameter of that of the tires on that same axle. So it's not always financially practical that you replace all four tires. And if, if they're only half worn, honestly, you really don't need to. But you really should consider to at least have matched tires on that same axle. Okay, that makes sense. And I think I can follow along with that and understand if they're mismatched the wear it could do internally on the axles and just different things it could turn into a more expensive sort of a, a sort of yeah, fix I mean, for it. the most part most people run around in two-wheel drive most of the time um and even there you know with with a, a differential um you know you're you can absorb a little bit of a difference between them but if, if you get below half wear on a deeper treaded tire and then put a brand new tire on the other side of that axle, that's where you can get some imbalances that over time can, can have, some, have some negative effects on the drivetrain. One of the things I always love to do when I chat with a company in different parts of dealing with trucks is look towards the future a little bit. And this is really exciting for me because I've never had a tire company on to, to chat about tires. As you guys look towards the future, what may be some challenges or some exciting things that are pertaining to tire technology and, and the demands the trucks have changed so much when i i mentioned this before on the podcast is you know you think back to the early 2000s and trucks came with 300 horsepower 600 650 foot pounds of torque now they're starting at almost 500 and about 1200 foot pounds so the power and torque keeps going up 
And I think that the technology or, or the demands that people need and, and trucks need is changing as well. So I was curious on the tire side, what does the future look like? What are some exciting things or things we should pay attention to? Well, I think one of the things that we've been mindful of over the last five years is the increased load requirements on tires on these trucks. As that as that power has increased, the load capacity of those trucks has, has moved up along with it. Yeah. And so that's put some added stress on, on the tires and demands on building tires, you know, to that specification. So we kind of see that out there as a as an ongoing trend. Uh, and then the other the other piece I think that that's out there is that I, even I've seen some of these F uh, you know 450, um, 4500, 5500 you know series trucks that are almost turning into daily drivers. So people are willing to continue to buy larger and larger vehicles for their daily drivers, and that again that changes the types of tires that we need to think about building for them. And what people are doing with those those trucks, and um, you know, wanting to wanting to kind of take advantage of all the abilities of those trucks, which is incredibly varied. You know, the inside of these things are are as beautiful as any luxury car, uh, and yet they're capable of uh, doing some serious you know serious off roading. So uh, it, it adds a lot of stress on on trying to design tires that'll that'll meet some of those needs. Uh, but it's also pretty cool to to think about all those different different uses, um, you know. And then some of the other stuff that we're seeing in, in technology is kind of this connected tire, you know, of putting. I had one on my desk here a minute ago, uh, putting sensors inside the tires to read more than air pressure. So have a sensor that'll measure your tire wear. It can measure your tire temperature, and it can calculate based on the deflection of the tire what kind of load is on that tire and tell you if it's overloaded based on your air pressure, where it takes away that, what we talked about previously of having to uh, calculate what your air pressure ought to be, it'll tell you, you know, you're, you're too low, you need to air it up to this in order to carry this load. So to do that dynamically, you know, is, is pretty cool. Um, so there, there's a lot of stuff I think coming in, in that segment that is going to drive some of our future development. It's really exciting. It's almost the golden age, I think of especially trucks and we think of the technology they have you'd mentioned them with tires and then we get into the interiors and then the power and the torque and the efficiency and the transmission technology all the things that they have when i was a kid there were kind of two kinds really two i'd say trucks that were out there it was the work truck and then it was something that might be a toy so it was an older ford or chevy that was lifted had 44 inch mud boggers on it you know but now it, it's it's so diverse with the uses and I can see that the strain and the challenge that it would provide to encompass that. I, I know a lot of people who have diesel trucks and they do a little bit of everything with them and trying to find the right tire, find the right size, just put it all together, I imagine is incredibly challenging. But as a truck owner, it gives us a lot of choices. And I think being able to chat with you today, learn more about the company, the enthusiast side, as I mentioned, I, I love that because it's it's kind of rare for me <laughs> to be able to find that. Normally it's, wait, people race diesel trucks or wow, they make 2000 horsepower. You guys know that. So I imagine the feedback you get from shops and customers, you guys know how we're using these things and then design a product to meet meet our goals. But I'm sure there's 
a question I didn't ask you. I'm sure there's something really specific, maybe a shop out there or a truck owner has. How can they contact you guys and either you know find details or ask a specific question, maybe find sure. a dealer in their area and connect with you guys? Yeah, so if you uh, started our website at aturo.com, so we've got a, a live chat on there that's actually live manned during normal work hours by you know an American sitting right over there um, who can answer a lot of those questions and, and can help with some of that feedback on the technical side. And then um, also you can use our, our uh, contact us in there. And we do have a dealer locator search as well. So you can find that dealer nearby to try and get some information about the tires and, and we'll do our best to always help you and direct you in there as well. Well, it was really fantastic to to chat with you. I appreciate your time today, educating us, helping us understand more about this important selection that we're going to make with our truck, whether it's how they perform, the aesthetics, how they fit into our lifestyle, and then understanding what you guys do and how you approach it. I, I really like uh, the take that you guys have on delivering this product and then all the things we should think about. So it's fantastic to chat with you today, Michael. I definitely appreciate it. Hey, I appreciate having me on, Patrick, and um, look forward to, to catching up and hearing what you guys are up to in the future. Don't forget, diesel fans, make sure and head on over to Kershaw.kaiusa.com. Use code 23diesel20 for 20% off your order. It's a great way to save some money, get some cool gear. If you need a knife for EDC or hunting, fishing around the house at, at the job site, they've definitely got you covered with a ton of choices. 2023 has been a huge year for them. A bunch of new knives have released. One of the newest are the Duralock models, which the blade's made out of D2 steel. There's different choices for blade shape, handle design, and the way that it opens and closes is really smooth, keeps your fingers away from the blade when you're operating it. So if you're in the market, definitely make sure to head on over to their website, check them out, and use code 23diesel20 for 20% off site-wide. I also want to give a shout out to some of our Patreon supporters, Tyler Lowen at 23Diesel, J. Cole, John, all of our other Patreon supporters, all of you who subscribe on YouTube and podcast apps, follow us on social media. We appreciate all your support here in your seven of the Diesel podcast and look forward to bringing you more of the content that you guys want to hear in 2023. Until next time, keep the shiny side up.